So I thought I'd start today with um, a story that I quite enjoyed. Well, it was a, you know, Rob, you have spoken many times about about how parenting is there to grow you as well as a parent. And I had this lovely, lovely thing happen to me. Caleb, my son, he he loves playing cricket, and he just he he'll play it at home all the time. He will. He just loves it, um, absolutely loves loves it. And so he had a game, a match, that I uh, took him to. Very unusual for him. He he was just not himself in the game, and he uh, he was bowling badly, and he went out very quickly, and his fielding, especially which is what he loves, was was terrible, <laughs> absolutely terrible. And I was sitting on the sideline there watching all of this and, and my heart was like aching because I was just like, oh, you know, can't, it, can't there just be something that just gives them a bit of a boost because I can just see there's going to be so much disappointment and, you know, sadness around all of this. So we get in the car afterwards and I'm sort of quietly trying to think, what am I going to say to help this poor little boy? And as we get in, he just says, well, that was a bad day, hey, Dad. <laughs> and it kind of blew me away. It was such a such a lovely, lovely thing because... Yeah, he kind of just taught me to also think a little bit about that and to think about how, yeah, we do have bad days. And that was the end of it. He didn't didn't bother him again, didn't really ever really talk about it again. And I was just reminding him uh, on the weekend about how he had taught me um, because I, <laughs> I was trying to get something done and was getting very frustrated with, with how I wasn't getting it getting it done, you know, well. And then I remembered that little comment from him. And I said to him, hey, Caleb, remember how you taught me about sometimes we just have bad days and that's okay. Uh, so it was it was such a lovely parenting dad moment. And just, yeah, I really I thought it was so lovely, Rob. Stu, uh, uh, so wonderful to hear this story. And as you say, um, it's it's also great when the things that happen uh, with our kids, you know, they they windows into our hearts as well, and windows into our worlds and our and, and our lives and things that matter to us. And it is true to say that there's a tremendous amount that our kids teach us unwittingly um, along the way, which is, I think, what you're saying. Um, yes, I was thinking while you were talking that some sometime or other um, there needs to be a book about parenting on the sidelines. <laughs> You know how difficult is it for 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 we parents, you know, to sit on the the sidelines of a sports match or you know, in the audience when our children are up on stage trying to do their thing, or really, I guess, just watching them in that field that they love, that thing they have a passion for, that has a sort of a competitive performance edge to it, and oh, our hearts ache for them, and you know, we so want them to do well, and I really think that that's. A particular space for for you know for us parents to try and manage in all sorts of ways I've definitely had to give myself intensive counseling you know through the build-up to those moments during the moments uh, as well as you know afterwards um, because gosh it can it can be heartrending for us when our kids don't do well um, yeah so there should be a book on parenting on the sidelines let's just say that for, for starters <laughs> You know, one of the things that it's just made me think of now is you kind of spend this time. You know, we've talked a lot about the things that we should do as parents, you know, and how to do things and how to handle different things. And and you spend a lot of time as a parent talking and interacting with your, you know, with your children in the moments where you can, you know, with, with something. And you're trying to help them through disappointment and you're helping them in all different 
circumstances through their, their lives guiding them. And then a moment like that happens and you realize that a lot of the, you know, all that work, I suppose, all that kind of, you know, sort of at times struggle and, and, and trying to work out how to do things actually is worth it because you actually see this little boy actually is growing and is learning and in some ways it isn't all up to you either <laughs> you know it wasn't wasn't me that was going to go there and say hey it's just a bad day it'll be fine it was him why what i'm saying is is that sometimes we stress too much about our kids <laughs> you know so you're talking about on the sidelines is that we worry too much and we don't rest in the fact that and possibly that stress just creates problems and and that's what i suppose i, I want to ask you is that do you think we we worry too much well in as much i mean i think we do oftentimes so I think I said before that whatever we care about and whatever we can't control, so if there's something we really care about and our, our, the extent of our control is limited, well, then worry will be proportionate to that. And what, you know, what, what more fits the bill, if you like, than, than our children? You know, we love them absolutely with all our hearts. And unfortunately, there's a tremendous, tremendous amount we can't control. So um, we're going to worry. And I think you're right. I think it can get us in a tangle. It can, I guess, worries. Are, it's there, there's an element of it that that's to do with concern. So worry is is based on love, but we've got to make sure that our worry doesn't leak onto our kids. And you know, and remember too that there's a lot of stuff that we can't control. That um, I guess what you also saw there, you saw a few things in your son which I think are wonderful. Um, the first is you saw his own, if you like emerging sense of self you know this is Caleb and this is his cricket and this is his take on his world and it was so reassuring for you to see that hey my boy's got it you know he's got a really nice healthy take on this and maybe a part of that is in his unique design it's in the Calebness of Caleb you know that he's just got that ability he's blessed if you like to be able to have a perspective on on his life he's got a kind of a a wisdom to him and I think that kids obviously they've got their own natures but I also think that um, a part of what you're saying Stu is that you know we worry we fuss we choreograph exactly the right thing to say what words of encouragement or instruction or advice are we going to pass on in the car going back or you know how do we get or help or make or 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 teach our children this and that you know aspect of life and then you realize that in all of our striving, in all of our worrying, in all of our the words that we say, there is this underneath level, this this present climate, if you like, this this being together, the love, the bond, um, the fact that you and Sam, your wife, you have given your son that level one sense of self worth. Remember us talking about that, that I'm okay, that uh, I am loved, that uh, my worth is established and it doesn't depend on a lousy cricket match when I had a headache or a bit of a, a budding temperature. So, you know, uh, uh, it's that kind of thing too, the implicit teaching that goes on within the climate of a family that's absolutely beyond words and that words themselves can't substitute for. It has to be, you know, the ways, if you like, that parents and children live together and the kind of the unspoken messages of love, you know, uh, uh, unconditional uh, love for the kids that you and Sam have passed on to your son. And it means that, you know, your boy isn't going to give up on his cricket. 
You know, this cricket doesn't define him. He's not going to say, well, you know, I thought I was good, but I'm not. And, you know, now I have to pack it all in because of one lousy match when I had an off day. You, you've given him this ability to be, in a certain sense, free of, of his sort of weekly performances, which is a wonderful thing. Yeah, I, th- I, I mean, I, I think I would, I would say, um, yes, I understand all of that, Rob. But probably the, the other thing I would also say to it is, and I, I mean, I agree with you, obviously, 100%. But the other thing I'd also say to it is that I suppose listening to our our kids and understanding them a little bit more is w- what you've often, you know, really and really listening, really hearing, would also help me <laughs> in those moments of being on the sideline. Because looking back, I can actually see how I was stressing far more <laughs> than he ever was, you know, and that moment helped me see that. And I, d- I hadn't really seen it up to that point. I'm not suggesting that he doesn't get disappointed. He does. And I'm not suggesting that he wants, you know, he wants to um, do well and, and, and all those things. But but he definitely probably, well, actually is a lot calmer than I am. <laughs> and my expectations are actually much, much more elevated than I think his are. And that worried me, actually. That's a great point. Uh, I really like that. <laughs> um you know, uh, I guess you're talking about attunement, tuning in, uh, you know, and uh, this is the challenge of parenting on the sidelines is that we're, we're uptight, we're stressed, we're worried for our kids. We don't want them to be hurt by failure or, a, you know, a below average subpar performance or, you know, whatever else it might be. We have a sense of how much they love this thing. And I guess what happens is we're carrying a bunch of stuff and we're afraid for them. And I guess it can be more about us. You know, we've got our own, we're clouded by our own fears, you know, maybe even our own histories, our memories of setbacks and disappointments. But the problem is it's actually us, isn't it? This is what you're saying. And thank goodness your son, you know, was able to articulate and, and, and say where he was at, which was actually he was okay. He was good to move on. Maybe, you know, Dad, can we stop by the burger joint, you know, or whatever else was actually something that he wanted and but also I have to say and uh, I don't want you to duck the credit I'm giving you here is that at least you picked it up where he was you know you actually got a sense of oh, okay and you recalibrated as his dad to see oh well bonus I mean I had the stockpile of you know disappointment and, and advice for my son and all these sorts of things that I might have said and you let it go because you realized he was actually okay and more than that is wonderfully you've taken it on board and you've sort of thought well you know gee um that's a nice attitude to take i think i'm gonna have me some of that i think i'm gonna (laughs) take that on board for myself because isn't that a lesson for all of us really really it is and that is that for goodness sake please let's not let setbacks failures disappointments particularly in areas that we care about let's not let those define the road ahead you know, let's let's make sure that we give ourselves space and room to have those two steps back or twenty steps back, and not give up for goodness sake, and not let us knock us, you know, too far that now we we're terribly down and you know we've lost our bearings and life ain't worth living anymore. Let's not do that. And your son just gave you a really nice. Sorry to be a bad friend. Caleb is what eleven now, nine. So wise, he's nine. You know, uh, um, 
you know, a nine-year-old little guy. He's got this kind of wisdom to pass on. So, you know, I mean, this is the wonderful thing for us as parents. And then what I also like, too, is that this is now a story that you couldn't have crafted. This isn't something that you could make up, but it's living. It's a part of now the Stu Walker family DNA. And it's it gives you a resource for the road ahead for all of you. And in talking with your son, because maybe, as you said earlier, sometime later he might well be you know badly set back and you say my guy remember where you were there aim for that aim to let this thing go sooner rather than later because way back then when you were in under nine cricket you did it so i know you can let's do it again because i want to see more of that i think that's the right attitude for you to take now you know because sometimes we forget the, that level one sense of, of worth yeah so maybe for those listening you know the mantra for us over this next little while is is to remember that we do all have bad days and sometimes bad months sometimes bad years even um, and it's actually okay it's okay to because we all do and i think the problem in our world especially in social media and 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 media as a whole is that it doesn't portray that and yet um, all of us are having stuff <laughs> and um, obviously some much worse than others but but the reality is, is that we all all have our bad days and it's okay. It's okay to do that. So thanks, Caleb.